Hi, everyone. Just a quick note to say we had some internet issues while recording this podcast. So there's a couple of jarring transitions around minute 20-something and 30-something, but then we ironed it out and everything was incredible. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Jenny Terre. Hi, I'm Camilo Fantasia. Hi, I'm Kim Gaynor, and welcome to Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. Okay, I have to tell you that Shantane, my boyfriend, calls calls this the podcast about dying. <laughs> it is a podcast about dying. I know. I was, mean, are you doing your death podcast now? He doesn't talk like well, that at all. Let's be for reals. I mean, maybe we can do something to help people think about the fact that they're going to die at some point and therefore do some positive positive things before that happens. Like yeah. make funeral arrangements for them. Start a GoFundMe. <laughs> but, oh God, please! Um, by the way, we need um, we need Billie Eilish to do our 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 uh, title track. Yeah, you know what I'm something like halfway there. <laughs> I got everything I wanted, but I died before I could actually enjoy it. I died before I got there. <laughs> yeah, I'm halfway there, and I'm here in the grounds. But seriously, if anybody is a musician out there and you uh, want to do a intro jingle for us, we'd love it. Otherwise, you're just going to keep you. Me that uplifting tune. Halfway there, halfway there, a podcast about the new middle age. <laughs> and then it just that- ends with an explosion sound <laughs> with like dust going everywhere. And then it's, yeah, then it's just like weird yeah. Italian French film like pictures of of like degrading things and worms and dirt oh and, yeah the, the you know. scene from uh, the original willy wonka Let's that exactly guys- that that's what i was trying to channel just then <laughs> yes i just heard about a new phrase that um it's about this i read about it because it was about chrissy teigen's um bullying scandal but she mm. told she told someone to take a dirt nap yes I, you know what, I went down this rabbit hole, unfortunately, very recent, recently, Jenny, and I came away not really liking Chrissy Teigen that much. Terrible. She's terrible. She's kind she's of terrible. Yeah. Psychopath. Yeah. Sociopath, possibly. Yeah, very and much. She sent those messages to a teenage teenager. I mean, teenagers are pretty horrible, to be honest. True. I could ha- hard cosign, but um, I'm not sure I would like DM a teenager telling them to take a dirt nap. I don't oh know. God. Oh no. Siri, Siri took over for a second. Good God. I thought the robots were. Oh, you over. guys, speaking of which, that's a really good sort of teaser for one of our later segments, you know, my segment. Excellent. Oh, I mean, can I share the super exciting news of what happened to me today? Yes. Mm-hmm. Microsoft word asked me on startup. If I would give them some feedback, I'd been selected <laughs> selected what is Give some feedback microsoft one of the biggest companies in the world wants know, to know i know what microsoft what little is. me thinks of their amazing software package what is startup like a thing like a startup a platform for creators <laughs> wait 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 Where, where's our cringe meter what? remember how we were going to institute that I'm talking about Microsoft here. What are you talking about? Jenny, upon upon startup uh, of his computer, 
Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, okay. Upon, I said, yeah. Oh, right. I, I, okay. I, I really wanted the question to be, <laughs> what do you think of Bill Gates' divorce? <laughs> I will. I know what I think of Bill Gates' divorce, and that's that his wife has an absolute killer team. She has the most amazing PR and a great divorce lawyer because they have completely trashed that man. Like, hey, yeah, but he might also be just easily trashable. You know, there's that. Oh, I mean, <laughs> It seems like it's all attributable to him, but he was basically like Jeffrey Epstein's best friend. That's what I got away with. I got away yeah. with their divorce and that he hits on women at work and was forced out of um, basically the Microsoft board for being a giant perv. It's pretty terrible when your own company's HR is like, dude, um, you, you're a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But this is my company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've made you millions. Can I ask the secretary out, please, for a drink? <laughs> no, he's my thing with him is just the stuff around the vaccine IP has been really disgusting. Wait, okay, please tell me more because when you say that, all I think about is kind of crazy netso ten foil hat people who think that oh. Um, like microchips into your microchips, everything um, like that, yeah, magnetic stuff. Right, all... all of that is true. Okay, look, all I can say, spoons have been sticking to my nose since I got my second dose. Right, me too. <laughs> yeah, isn't it crazy? I'm I'm a walking magnet. Um, no, it's that basically uh, the firms that pioneered the COVID vaccine um have intellectual property rights so it's essentially it stops anybody from producing a generic oh Uh, disgusting yeah it's hideous and there are like people you know in in countries that aren't western very wealthy western countries with people who are dying in massively large amounts and basically they're arguing that they have to hold on to the intellectual property rights and that if we one of the more like disingenuous claims is that if we give up the IP, that China will be able to steal the technology and thus pioneer like a cancer drug because it's this groundbreaking RNA. Um, you know, it's this gene splitting technology that specifically they used for the Moderna vaccine. But I didn't realize that there had, there's long precedent of this. Like, I guess. Um, Wait a minute. Wait, can I stop? I'm sorry to interrupt. But why wouldn't we want China to use this information to pioneer a cancer vaccine? Makes, exactly right. I mean, they'll brag about it on Twitter. Presumably it would all be for. Yeah. So that they'll America- beat us. Basically. Yeah, it's also too. I mean, that's a huge profit loss. Like that's technology. I mean, there is legitimately there is concern that the Chinese tend to steal like IP technology, like te- the technology transfers. If you know anything about that, but um, but I guess uh, the HIV drug Brazil had been asking for the the um, they wanted to produce generics in Brazil because HIV was a pretty big problem there. And the Western drug company said no until the Brazilians went ahead and fat, like stole it and started making their own. Good for them. Exactly. Because it's, 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 it's immoral. It's immoral to do that. And with a global pandemic, it's especially immoral. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing is, is um, uh, just from the perspective that I'm in right now. So I'm in Barbados in, in the Caribbean and in the West Indies and, just, you know, five months ago, 
we were receiving the AstraZeneca vaccine from India as a gift. So an initial um, gift of, I don't want to say the number, but you know, it would, it would be enough to vaccinate approximately 25% of the population of Barbados, which is only about 275. Oh, oh. no, we lost. Oh, we'll never know if it's 275 people or 275,000. I was enjoying the like serious turn that our podcast was taking. Oh, I think the podcast is rejecting this serious turn. No. Letting us know that um, our audiences want to be entertained. They can be entertained. This by is our- supposed to be the Circus Maximus, you know, not um, Dr. Fauci up there. Okay. Well, let me say that Bill Gates is a monopolist who wants to hold on to IP technology, and he sh- what he's doing is really immoral. There you are. Oh, she's blurry. Ooh. Tim, can you hear us? Wow. You've got the ultra Barbara Walters going on right now. Wait, are we still recording? We're still Yes, recording. but we cannot hear you, Kim. Your audio's off. Can you hear me Kim? now? Yeah, that was Bill Gates definitely fucking with us. <laughs> no, that was just my <laughs> No, it was a Microsoft worm. Come on, this man has, he knows, because we have microchips now. I'm he, he made me mute my my microphone. Um, and that was I, it's true. But, but the microchip unlocks all of the uh, micro, Microsoft Office suite. Oh, yeah, that would be great. It's, so, it's, you so you just press your forehead and it was like, yeah. like PowerPoint, um, you know, Microsoft. Oh, Word, that would be great. Oh, if that question had been about PowerPoint, though, I would have let them have it. Nothing. Oh, yeah. PowerPoint. Um, what was I saying, you guys? I know it was really important. And about Barbados and AstraZeneca. Oh, yeah, no, that actually was really important. Um, and in line with what you were talking about, Jenny. So yeah. So we were gifted like a a few thousand doses by India and just some few months later, as we all know, India was plunged into this horrible crisis with um, the pandemic. And, you know, I, I guess the first question to ask is like, okay, how did that happen? So the, the reason why Barbados was in the position of, of needing that is like, it's a small country. It's a small, you know, relatively, at least relative to the Caribbean, relatively wealthy country, but not anything um, in comparison to the US or even India. Um, But then the tables turned. And um, because of the because of the fact that these these vaccines are not free and available to all nations equally, this is this is what completely fucked up. They should it's it should be a generic they should be they should allow generics to be made. This is a mutating virus. At some point, it will mutate past the point of being effective to the actual vaccine. I mean, it's a self-preservation issue at this point. That's that's my my thought. Is like it's it's to me, it's insane. Eventually, you're going to get a virus. You're going to get a variant that the vaccines no longer work on if you let them mutate without you know trying to stem it. I guess that's that's my point. Anyway, the Biden administration, to their credit, basically said we need to waive the IP protection. And the Germans, to to their great shame, said no, because it's a German a German form uh, firm with Pfizer Biotech that is the other partner in the vaccine. And they don't want the IP 
like um, intellectual property released. So it's a huge fight within the WTO and like France just came out in favor of releasing the IP. And but I mean, Biden, to his credit, was like, we can't this is a unique circumstance and we shouldn't be holding on to this tech. It's, it's, it's not cell phone technology. It's, it's about human lives. Like the fact that this is on par with, you know, you know, uh, we, we don't want the latest technology for your, your cell phone to be stolen by China, but it's completely, that's how they're treating it is unconscionable. It's immoral. It's completely immoral when people around the world are dying, especially in like Latin America and in Brazil and India. It's completely fucking immoral. It's it's it makes me feel really I mean, I will say this, like the amount of vaccine in this country, it's like, you know, you can step on a street corner and they're begging you to get a vaccine. And then these other countries where you have like millions of, you know, a lot of people dying or getting very sick and they don't have access to this. You do feel like you're living in a very decadent country. But what, but in terms of like, I am interested and I, I actually don't know, like in terms of what really happened with India, the fact that they went from, I mean, I, I, I have read a lot about it and I think I know partially what happened. The fact that they went from like gifting it, you know, it was, I don't mean to be, um, I don't mean to paint it as this like PR stunt, but in a way it sort of like cements you as this world power if you're able to gift, you know, something so huge, this humanitarian, you know, necessity to a smaller country. Um, And there were, you know, photo ops and that was a big deal. And Barbados made a big deal of like um, thanking them. But then what the, what what happened, you know? They gave it all away and they didn't keep enough at home. Well, I mean, I think. Well, they sold it, but they weren't just giving it away. Yes. And then the, and then the virus itself skyrocketed because of lack of education, because of, you know, you know, an extremely dense population that like it just outpaced any. Yeah. Well, they thought they, they, they could they do it because they'd done very well in the first wave. They shut it yeah. down. Yeah. And of course they hadn't, in fact, and Modi is, um, you know, he's like a Trumpist leader. So he allowed all these huge religious ceremonies to take place. And he did a bunch of campaigning and different strains. Yeah. And they, they have a double mutation apparently there. Yeah. yeah. And Oh, it's it's very hard to read about. Um, uh, you know, if you if you had a child mm-hmm. and you had to name them either Moderna or AstraZeneca, which one would you go with? Wow, the tough questions coming from our own Barbara Wawa over <laughs> yeah. here. Um, I think I'm going to go with. Can I choose one part of AstraZeneca, or does it have to be both? I feel like AstraZeneca tear is. No, you you know what you need to think about, Jen, before you name your, your child is how they will be mercilessly perhaps teased on the playground if you choose poorly. So just think. How about, well, here's the good thing about Moderna Tear is that you can just, <laughs> you can just shorten it to Moter. <laughs> That's good. And, uh, but Moderna. And there's the there's a possibility at, that if you name your child AstraZeneca, although I do think it like rolls off the tongue pretty nicely, and it's like a nice feminine sounding name. What if they start calling your your kid as ass ass for short? Well, and with my last name, it's Tear, so it would be ass. Oh my god, you're so right. Oh my god, nice save. We 
save your future child. Oh my God, it would be awful. Oh my God, that would have been awful. Thank goodness. I'm going to go with Pfizer Fantasia. Oh, that that so that's what I got, Pfizer. So maybe FIFO. Yeah. Um, that's okay. well, this wasn't on the table or we haven't spoken of it <laughs> yet, but like JJ Gaynor. Um, yeah, that's great. I like that. That's that yeah. Well, like- that's really good. J- JJ Gaynor. Yeah. And also it, that would mean that um, my child is named after my father because his name is Jerome Joseph Gaynor. So, oh, um, oh, that's a, that's a definitely a sentimental win. Right. What kind of job does JJ Gaynor? I just feel like this person is, I don't know, like a, a gold medal winning athlete. JJ He's Gaynor. a chemist. He's my yeah. dad. <laughs> a retired chem- chemist. Yeah. Wow. All right. So we uh we've veered way off of our. We've gotten into the w- the weeds, but it's okay. Oh. It's all relevant stuff. It is. Yeah, it is. All right. So let's talk about feeling old. What made you feel old this week, physically or otherwise? I can start. I was slammed by allergies. I was just like weeping like a baby at first. Just eyes just. You know, like an anime when the tears are just like flying out. Yes, I love that. Yeah, that's literally what it was like. And <laughs> it's not. And now I'm in the coughing stage. And this all happened while my mom was visiting. Um, you, you guys commiserate over allergies when she's like, oh, God, my nose is stuffed up. And you're like, oh, my God, my eyes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's like, these are supposed to be nice Midwestern, you know, mellow, chill, friendly allergies. Mm-mm. But no, way worse than Florida. So I've got experience my- that. Hmm? I'm sorry you experienced that, Camilo. Thank you so much. Are you? T- I'm not. I'm. It's part of the price of living. But- oh, hold on, you guys. I have, I have a visitor. It's my landlady. I'm going to take you with me. Oh, yeah. I thought it might be a delivery. Hi, Audrey. I'm good. How are you? You're evicted. <laughs> yeah. Get oh, actually. <laughs> okay, okay, yes. So I just want to let you know in case you hear something. Oh, yes. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, Bye. All right. Bye. Did you guys hear what she said? I was actually oh, wow. having a girl Any, anything like what I was expecting her to say. She said her cut her friend's kids is having a bachelorette party next door. <laughs> so so if I hear anything. She's like, don't mind like penis hats. Yes. It's just it's just the strippers with the you know big members. If you hear any banging against the wall, it's the rubber dildos. <laughs> yeah, don't mind the big natties. That's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought it was gonna be something else. That was Audrey. Um, we didn't get her. I don't think we got her on video for the extended you know special. What's that? What's this material called? That we'll oh, put oh, oh, you mean the like pay, the behind the paywall material? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She did not appear, no. No, she's she's adorable, though. She's the best. Everybody else healthy, or have you gotten older since last time we talked? Me? Kim, you had a birthday. (sighs) Yeah, so I got older. Marked (laughs) by birthday. In fact, thanks for reminding me. Um, Yeah, you guys, June 1st was my birthday. And um, yeah, I've gotten older. I, I, I feel fine, but... I am probably going through pre-menopause and that is really 
It's not a fun thing to think about. It's really oh, I feel like I've been going pre-menopause for like five years. Oh yeah, that's possible. How do and then you go through like menopause for another five years or more, you know? So the whole thing could take 10 or 12, 15 years. I don't think, I don't think my relationship can survive like (laughs) of me and like pre-menopause has turned out to be quite intense. Literally when I get PMS sort of when I start to PMS, like he's running out of the house. He's like, is it your secret? What is this, oh, married, children, married without children? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, get out of here, Al. I mean, I'm, I just feel like it's very intense. It's gotten very intense. Why is the word men in menopause? Why is nobody talking about that? Shouldn't it be woman a pause? Menses, perhaps? Yeah. Because we came from Adam's rib, all right? Is that what you want us to say? Uh-huh. I tried to join Menses, but I wasn't smart enough. Oh, I thought you were saying you were trying. That's but um bum. We'll put in, in post all the... All the... All these, can we put the cringe meter on that? <laughs> yes, please. Both. Um, well, I'm very curious as to how you know, how one knows if they're actually perimenopausal, premenopausal, menopausal, I guess at some point I should probably go to the doctor. Yeah, you go to the doctor, but like, you know, your your period becomes very um, irregular, often becomes extremely heavy. I mean, mine is like, I got to stay home for a week and a half. Like, thank goodness we've been in a pandemic for over a year because, I mean, that's a like week of, I'm now thinking of my weekend thinking, oh, that's fucking shot. And what am I going to do? I'm going to like, go to a restaurant and like sit in a restaurant for like an hour and just, I don't want to be too graphic, but just hope that their things don't get messy. It's, it's, it's awful. It's awful. And you know, there's motions and, and things that go with that. Like, but one word to the wise, like being perimenopausal, I think I said premenopausal. It, the, the, the actual term is perimenop- perimenopausal, which means around menopause you could still get pregnant so you know jen um, yeah um good to know uh and your likelihood of having twins or triplets goes up so you know wonderful. so i can have one kid that's named motair and the yeah. other one will be named astro tear yeah okay. not astair i choose um well my old person symptom of the week is that i'm still fat I'm um, really having a hard time. Then. I know I'm probably a person of size. It doesn't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's apparently, that's apparently, the, that's the like word du jour. It's really hard. It's so hard to lose weight as an older person. It's so weird. A, a person See? of size is going to be the next Coen Brothers movie. Person, exactly. Okay, um, POS, point of sale, piece of shit. Yeah. Why am these things there's <laughs> have pos um yeah. let's stick with person of size person of size um i feel like well i try and eat dinner now by like six like no later than seven o'clock because uh, a okay this is actually an old person thing that has happened to me ooh. i get heartburn if i eat too late too. yes you and jim somewhat new so maybe you're just gassy not overweight 
Uh, no, I'm probably both gassy and overweight POS. Um, but yeah, that's, that's been kind of a surprising, like, what, why is this, there's burning in my throat and chest. And I realized that it's heartburn, a great movie with Meryl Streep and Jack Nicholson. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's pretty good. It's inspired by Nora Ephron's marriage to Carl Bernstein because he shamelessly cheated on her. Of course he did. Yeah. Do a whole episode about that, actually. Just just put it put a pin in that. Okay. Cheating? I think it's relevant. Yeah. Oh yeah. We should, that would be an interesting episode. Yeah. So who is informing us today of what the kids are up to? Okay, I am. And it was all about how the like top creators on TikTok, many of the top creators on TikTok are like now extremely depressed and can no longer create. So I came across this article in the New York Times about TikTok burnout. The title of his Young creators are burning out and breaking down. Many people who have found fame on TikTok are struggling with mental health issues. So it basically goes through the fact that these people, these kids, essentially, especially during the, the TikTok became this huge phenomenon during the pandemic. And a lot of the top creators who found fame on it and even monetized it um, can't keep up the rigorous demand for videos and they're having a really hard time dealing with the toxicity too that comes with like if you post a video and you get horrible feedback or the video is a flop and that like essentially it's gig work it's like you're an uber driver for tiktok but you're just instead of logging rides you're logging videos um and it made me think about i asked this question to another friend of mine this week i said do you think in 20 years you'll still be on instagram and facebook like do you think you'll have 30 years worth of facebook behind you do you want to understand yeah no seriously i was i was curious i was like the idea of having 30 years worth of Instagram, really. Um, this kind of feeds into what I'll talk about, but I think we'll have some form of it. Yeah, I do. Um, for better or worse. Except it'll be in front of us. So we'll go, we'll swipe away with our hands into the air. It's going to oh. be much more athletic. It'll be my support, basically. <laughs> it will be Tom Cruise. Yes. And you know what? Tom Cruise will still look exactly the same. Yes, only, and he'll still be my height. <laughs> oh, your damn. Listeners, your listeners, I am short. <laughs> um, so, yes, Kim, you think we'll have some form of it? Yeah, I do. I do until we completely <laughs> destroy ourselves with social media. I mean, I think that's, I think well, that's. I think Kim wants to tell us. No, Instagram and Facebook, no. I mean, you know, they will have gone the way of the dodo bird, but will we have social media that's become increasingly intrusive and in, in and integrated into our psyches and brains and lives and spinning ha habits? Yes, we will. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, well, when I read this article, a lot of time online seems to just inevitably lead to mental health problems. It just does. Like every study seems to indicate that the more, especially young people and teenagers spend time online, the more prone to depression they are, especially young girls. Um, but when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh my God, do I imagine if I, you know, knock on wood, if I'm alive in 20 years that I'll have 20 years worth of Instagram? I already get a panic attack when I open the photos app because I have photos going back decades in there. And sometimes it'll like show me the beginning of time accidentally. 
And I'm just like, oh, I do not need to see myself at 25 in a bunch of pictures right now. Can't handle it. Where were we? We were talking about, well, I talked about TikTok depression and the fact oh. that young creators are basically Uber drivers. And Even if you live in like a really fun like TikTok house with all of your like TikTok Apparently friends. the TikTok houses are horrible. Okay. <laughs> I, I know, right? It's like four to a room in bunk beds. Yeah, I know that Andrew Yang, among Andrew Yang's like proposals to bring New York back was to put TikTok houses in New York. Anyway, send him back to the Midwest or wherever he really comes from. I really don't think that Andrew Yang, he's had several tells like he's not from New York. He gets everything wrong. And it's weird. He, I mean, he's lived in New York for, uh, we were, well, there, it's very strange that he lives like right near Times Square because no. Yes, it is. How could I be the most New York? Oh, I love that he was like, we're going to bring TikTok houses here. He's basically, I I don't know. Anyway, well, so that was my, that was my segment for what the kids are doing. They're having nervous breakdowns on, on TikTok. Man, the ones who are like monetizing it and doing fairly, you know, fairly well on it. Of course, it's like super um, streaky and sometimes they make money and sometimes they don't. And, you know, they're under a lot of pressure to make these videos that go viral and get the millions, not only thousands of likes, but millions of millions. Likes. Yeah. Some of those TikTok influencers are, are, yeah, they've got millions of viewers and they, I guess, wield a lot of power, right? I mean, they yeah, get I mean, sponsorships. And- I will say this. I think if I downloaded TikTok, I would never be heard from again. <laughs> like I would, that would be it. I would just, my brain would officially like be shrimp popcorn. I'd be gone. Bye. I would be watching your TikTok though. So that means to some extent, what you're saying is that you would love it. And you yes, would I would be watching men on skateboards lip sync to Stevie Nicks and <laughs> like people in plaid doing synchronized dancing. And apparently the algorithm detector on it is amazing. So whatever you watch, they cater accordingly. And um, I started recording, so I'm going to keep recording. This is a coup. Yeah, it's it happened before it's August. It's mutiny. Okay, it's happening. Yeah, absolutely. I have all the power. Stop, stop the, the steal of the, <laughs> of the Zoom. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep on. It's the magnetic like force field in my body. Now that I've got the vaccine, it's stopping the Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Both of yours are like... polar opposites or something that's what's happening it's kicking yeah it's our vaccinated bodies repelling the airwaves yeah i i I don't know i don't know how this is going to end up being edited but for you know just a glimpse behind the scene at the magical and mysterious world of podcasting we have had some technical difficulties over here so there's like a franken sode that's (laughs) happening right now together the best parts Mm-hmm. And uh, it is stormy and there is lightning here. So hopefully lightning will strike this and make it come to life. Um, it's sad that we live in presumably the quote unquote richest country in the world. And we don't even have working internet <laughs> a thunderstorm. Yeah. God. That's why we need that infrastructure bill passed through. Okay. 
Yeah, well, I need broadband Wi-Fi. Uh, let me tell you, it's rough out here. What's going to be left over once the Republicans are done tinkering with it? Let's see infrastructure. Um, well, you can blame Joe Manchin too. Let's let's give him a nice big heap of the uh, of the reward there. Um, Make sure that those. I don't know. Well, probably the only thing funded will probably be the Trump. That's very important. What's up? Make sure that those like uh, condos at the top of the new sky- skyscrapers in New York make them sway less. That yeah, should be a major priority. In, in the infrastructure bill, it'll be like the Trump Library. Also, <laughs> the Trump Library. And also, you know, like getaway tunnels for the uber wealthy for when, you know, society eventually collapses. Like tunnels to secret underground bases, build those underground bases. That's important infrastructure. I think they're all just going to go to space, actually. I think they're going to. That's why they're rushing to get to Mars. Yeah. yeah they're all rushing to go up there. Um, good luck, Jeff. <laughs> Beat to the punch. How many people do you think will be watching that launch and hoping that it blows up? I'm sorry, Jeff. Look, I'm not <laughs> going I, I can't. I cannot wish ill on another human being in that way, but I do think it is very interesting that he's doing that. <laughs> I'm like, has no one ever told you the story of Icarus, my friend? Like, you have not one person in your roster that's like, hey, dude, you've got wax wings. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say that they're probably not, you know, real up to date on like classical Greek mythology. Probably not. I'd be curious what the workers in the warehouse. Think like when he goes up into space, what the reaction? Adios, don't come back. Well, he's basically one big Greek tragedy. Well, I mean, it remains to be seen how it will end, but like Icarus, um, you know, very interesting. I will say this: apparently, he gets shot up with testosterone. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, he also looks like he's had done. Wait, and he also looks like. I made this this connection the other day and then I Googled it and, I, and then the memes were plenty fucking daddy Warbucks. I mean, could who was like a, you know, industrialist, rich, like uber capitalist with a heart of gold. But like Jeff Bezos just has that passing resemblance and he doesn't like his heart doesn't melt and he doesn't become like a good person at some point. That's the storyline of of Annie. Um you know, at the end, we're like, oh, Daddy Warbucks, you were, just, you were just about money. And then this little girl came into your life. And then you you realize that there were more important things. He needs a Mary Poppins. He doesn't need a nanny. But but seriously, have you guys seen a side to side comparison of no. his name um, who played Daddy Warbucks in the one film? Google it. Google it. In I know that they both have bald heads. They both have bald heads, but the but the resemblance goes like even further than that. Camila, you'll have to confirm. Uh, that's really funny. Right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, can you send it in the chat even though our listeners can't see it? It's not the best resolution, but yeah, I'll, I'll try to. Um, all right, we, we do have to move on though. Kim, tell us about the future. Oh, what, yeah. What's going to happen in 30 years that's like awesome or like scary? Um, future is going to be a shit show. So let me tell you about it. Um, I've really been thinking a lot about AI and that ties into a lot of the things that we've already talked about today. AI is, you know, of course, stands for artificial intelligence and we are already using it in so many ways in healthcare, in fucking law enforcement, in social media, 
in so many ways, it has infiltrated every aspect of our lives to the point that we are not really aware of how much we're relying on it at this point. And a lot have a lot of experts have kind of said that we're at the tipping point of like um, realizing what our future will be. Will it be utopia or dystopia? And and what uh, what's going to make that decision? The thing is that AI um, doesn't have a conscience. It doesn't have in some ways it's really, really dumb. Um, whereas humans are, are, are dumb. Yes, we have mechanisms that allow us to um, to put the kibosh on something, even if we were told to do it. Although there have been studies that say that um, humans are really susceptible to um, to authority figures. And if an authority figure tells us to do something really, really bad and they are authoritative enough, we'll just keep doing it. But we Not Gen X, no, we won't. What'd you say? Not Gen X, no, we won't. Well, <laughs> won't we? I don't know. I don't know about that. We special that way. We will not listen to authority figures. Really? We, we, we will. We will, though. I mean, come on. Like, we are the do-nothing generation. Are you that's supposed to be our thing. I, I, well, we can be, the three of us at least, can buck against this, against this trend. But, but God, I wish I had, I wish my revolutionary actions, like, match my revolutionary talk. But sadly, <laughs> it doesn't. Well, Jim, I welcome our AI overlords personally. You what? I welcome our AI overlords because well, you said that AI will have no conscience, but I feel like our leaders are sociopaths with no conscience. True, anyway. but 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 this is this is the thing, Camilo. We at least have the capacity to have a conscience. The the thing is, um, AI replicates and magnifies our own sort of like social and ethical shortcomings. So for instance, you know, uh, it will do exactly what you tell it to do. And that will probably be the thing that does us in. Not that it will do something we don't tell it to do and then take over, but it will do exactly the thing we tell it to do. And we won't have anticipated how bad that can be. Like for instance, there was, there are a lot of there are a lot of examples of like AI fails, but one of them that I was reading about that was kind of interesting, which was this program that was supposed to be really robust to like help hiring. And for some reason, as this program was was going, it was just like, it was like 80% men, 90% men, like 100% men. And then at a certain point, it would just like spit out all like, all references to women and all if anyone was on the women's soccer team or the the women's engineering club like they were just never going to get this job and that's because the algorithms of ai it's sifting through all of this information that we get give it and it's just spitting back what we already do so we already discriminate against women and the fact that it's just crunching over this information and crunching over it and trying to figure out the thing is I, AI gets shit wrong all the time and it pays attention to wrong information all the time. And sometimes that little kernel of wrong information becomes this huge thing. So that's a 
like it's not innocuous, but it's not a life or death thing um, per se. But like that's just one example of how AI kind of spins out of control. It just takes. Yeah, the- it's fed like the algorithms of what's already in the world, right? So Absolutely. essentially, like it's drawing from the internet effectively, from what I understand. And yeah. Whole school of thought that the ethics of it are there there's some real fears that it'll basically just magnify existing biases and bigotries because it's pulling from like facebook or which is horrifying to think about and that brings me to a really good point which is like we were talking about depression and tiktok they did a study about social media and you know facebook all of these platforms already use ai very very heavily And the study was, do people respond more or um, are they more engaged with negative information or positive information? And overwhelmingly, the AI bots um, determined that they were more engaged with negative information. And beyond that, the more more negative information they were fed, the more... negative information they spit out. So in effect, like not only is it, you know, the AI gives us what we give it, but but we give it what it gives us. So it's this right. so it's like a circular like circuit. Egg. That just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. So I don't I don't think it's particularly positive. I mean there are so many positive applications and possibilities, but I just feel like um, you know, a long way in regulating. The regulation is not there and it's already gotten away from us in so many ways, like law enforcement. Also, nope. I feel nope. a prevailing sense of doom. I really wish I'm I so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm really excited about technology, like bring it on. But you know what's interesting? Hey. I've, been, I've been rereading Dune. Oh, Dune. No, not Doom. Dune that I had not remembered is that those societies have rejected technology completely. Yes. So there's, there's no computers to speak of. Now I'm not sure how their ships. Fun- I mean, I mean, I know the ships function with the mind and the spice. No, spice. no there's no such thing but, as rejecting technology. A gear is technology, a lever. Is- so they've, they've not rejected mechanical technology, but they've re- rejected artificial intelligence completely. So there's no computers in that society. And that's something that was written in the sixties. So, um, cool. I need to become a Dune a Dune-ite. But what happens in Dune? Like, I, I actually don't know if that's good or bad because I don't remember what how it goes. I just remember it was kind of a bad movie and people make fun of it. And Spice. Uh, and you know that it's being remade and coming out, out too, right? It, uh, Dennis Villeneuve is redoing it with a uh, current Tim- heartthrob. What's his name? Director Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, it should be good. He had a rival. That was fantastic. It was amazing. So was Sicario. Yeah. Uh, amazing film. He's a great oh, yeah. Sicario is the most stressful movie I've ever seen. It's for the record. It's like cars going down the road, like just driving down a road. And I'm like biting my nails down but to the-, the soundtrack, the editing, the way it was shot. It's a beautiful film. Yeah. He's a director. He's a fantastic filmmaker. Um, yeah. But no, Dune, it's a pretty interesting read. I recommend it. Okay. That um, reminds but me- the whole thing is that there's the spice planet, Kim. So yeah, everybody, I knew, I knew the word spice was somehow yeah. important, but I didn't know why. AKA planet, a cocaine, because it, well, maybe more like heroin, right? Because it, it, if you take a lot of it, you can like bend time and space, or space at least, and travel. Hmm. So maybe mushrooms. I don't know. 
Help yeah. me out here, Yodi. Wi-Fi. It's, except it gives you like really baller, like milky blue eyes. Oh, that's. Which, if drugs did that, good God, we'd all be addicted. The entire eye, not just the iris, like the entire eye turns blue. Oh, that's. Oh, great. Um, cool. Cool for Dune. Cool for Spice. <laughs> uh, Are you cool me, for Spice, Jenny? Cool for spice, of course. That reminds me very quickly. There's a great comic strip called Huxley versus Orwell. And it's, it's really succinct it's about whose vision for the future was more accurate. Was it Huxley's or was it Orwell's? And Huxley basically said, you know, Orwell's whole thesis was that the state was going to become autocratic and it would control your thoughts and it would be this very heavy handed presence, AKA big brother. And Huxley thought it would, but it would manifest in a very different way. So in the comic strip, it's like Orwell thought that the state would ban books and Huxley thought the state would distract you so much that you wouldn't want to read books. So it has like mm -hmm. a couple watching the biggest loser. Ah. And like you uh, know that's where we're at <laughs> yeah no in some ways huxley's vision was much more he believed that you know ultimately narcissism was really that human narcissism was really like if you targeted it you could distract it and you could control it so it's brave new world versus 1984 yeah essentially i'll yeah. find the i'll this would be something good to link in the like pot episode notes um, but it's a really interesting, very concise, very clever. Yeah, I'd like to see and, that. It, yeah. it also reminds me how the end of Wally is like so subversive when they. Oh my movie. god, that movie is so brilliant, guys! Yeah, but it's I so it. when everybody's just you like. You haven't seen it, Jen? No, I have to watch it. Oh god, I then I don't want to spoil it. But the vision of mankind at the end of that movie is just horrifying. <laughs> Pixar is so good. Okay, I'm going to watch it, and we should talk about it the next episode. Yeah, let's please. Uh, okay, we're running out of time. We uh, we still want you to send in your your relationship slash dating slash sexy questions into. The no box. one's interested in our lives <laughs> because it's going to be not good. But still, incredible font of wisdom. The three of us clearly have much many wise words to dispense. Yeah. 140 years. It's so to wrap it up, I, I really quickly want to talk about uh, beauty and, you know, like uh, one of my bugaboos is, which I don't understand why there's not an over-the-counter cream. It makes me irate is that uh, as I'm getting older, I'm getting like those little like broken veins, you know, on my nose or over here or something, which like I'm concerned because when you see like an alcoholic old man with a giant nose, it's <laughs> like broken veins all over it, right? Are they cap capillaries? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Capillaries. Yeah, those are really small veins. Yeah. So I just don't understand why there isn't an over-the-counter product and why you can't laser it away. There's got to be, right? No, there... I'm not aware of it, but somebody needs to come up with like a little pen-sized laser that you can just go bloop, bloop. That's one good thing about yes, this. It would probably be irresponsible and people would probably like burn their, their eyes off. Yeah, but, but um, at least they won't have old man things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. We'll have a singed eye, but at least their noses will be clear. So I'm challenging all of those Shark Tank people to come up with something that, um, you know, like a little laser pen. How dangerous could that possibly be? Yeah, how 
Tide Pods are completely uh, fine with people. So sure, just give them like laser powered pens. <laughs> it would be really funny if you bought one, but after you, before you bought it, they made you sign a waiver that if you like singe your face or your eye, it's not the fault of the company. Perfect. It'd probably be the kind of thing that people would like. People would keep it in their pockets and like laser themselves, kind of like people who have guns that they shoot themselves accidentally with. Uh, I feel like I have a version of this, only it's like little hairs coming out of my face, like I'm a witch. Do they have they have that for hair? Yeah. Okay, good. I yeah. I need that. I'll probably burn my face, but at least I'll be hairless. And there's also tweezers. Yeah, that's what I use. It's Lady. one of my fetishes, like tweezing Jim's like nose, like exterior nose hairs. Ew. Wow. Okay. Thank you for this information. <laughs> we feel so close. Well, we I don't have any, see, I don't we have any questions about dating or sex advice, right? So I'm well, do any of us? Do any of us? We we could have we could each have questions. Okay. Let's let's put a pin on this and we'll talk about this next week. <laughs> Wait, what? What is it that we're going to talk about? Nose hairs, sex and beauty yeah. questions. Okay. Um, well, it's been so, a pleasure catching up with all of you, uh, Jen. What are you seeing at the movie theater? A Quiet Place Two. Oh, it's scary. the first pr- post-pandemic hit of the summer. Have you seen A Quiet Place One? I have, and it was really scary. I sp- I was screaming through most most much of A Quiet Place. It was so not is, so um, is what's his name Jim from The Office uncancelled? I was he cancelled? Whoa, whoa! What did he do? We yeah. should we should hurry up though because yeah. every time I've my my laptop has said we have thirty four minutes remaining, it's like thirty seconds. Okay, well listen, public, we're gonna be back next week to talk about um Wally or not Wally. whether Jim from the office was canceled. Yeah. And relationships um, and our relationship questions. We'll be yeah. the, we'll be the your relationship questions. Please okay. write into uh, we don't have an email yet, do we? Maybe that's why we're not getting any questions. So please write into halfway there podcast at gmail.com. I think I said I would create it last week. You do, I, I remember. And maybe that's why we don't have any questions. Well, this week I'm gonna definitely get questions. People have been placing their trust in us and like been shooting out into the ether. It's just been disappearing into the nether world of the internet. Well, cheers everybody, and we'll see you next week. Much love. Mm-hmm. I'm that Mickey Mouse Club thing that you can't see. Bye, everybody. Let me try Bye. something. This has been Halfway There, a podcast about the new middle age. Or dying. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.